This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to this online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com, where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the small and micro cap markets. We're speaking today with Progressive Care Incorporated. The company's traded under the ticker symbol RXMD, and specifically, we're speaking with the CEO of the company, Sheetal Mars. Sheetal, how are you today? I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks so much. We look forward to learning more about your company. So let's start with the basic building blocks of the company. In other words, what's the business markets that you operate in? What's your business model? Progressive Care is the publicly traded holding company for Farmco LLC. Farmco is a South Florida health services company and provider of prescription pharmaceuticals. As a full-service pharmacy, Farmco offers retail health products, a full inventory of almost 2,500 unique prescription medications, custom compounds, and specialty medications for disease states like HIV and hepatitis C. And as a health services company, we offer 340B prescription services and data services to charitable health organizations, prescription management services to long-term care facilities like nursing homes and assisted living facilities, and risk management reporting and consultations to doctors, offices, and clinics. And what that helps them do is manage their risk and their cost. Our competitive advantage, to say, is our level of customer service and our expertise in healthcare and risk management. While most pharmacies offer patient-driven care, whereby the responsibility is on the patient to access care and stay compliant, we take a more proactive approach. We pride ourselves on leading the patient engagement by contacting them about their refills, making sure that they understand their medication therapy as prescribed, and are able to stick to it without any gaps. To this end, we provide patients with free same-day and next-day delivery, medication instructions in a variety of languages, and in-home health risk reviews for those patients who need a little help. Maybe they have multiple medications that are discontinued, maybe some things are expired, maybe they have struggles reaching their medications or taking their medications. And so we offer a pharmacist or a licensed technician to go and help them understand their medications, how to take them, and how to access them in their homes. 
As experts in the pharmacy space, we market ourselves primarily to healthcare providers who are looking for pharmacies who they can recommend to their patients, knowing that their patients will be well taken care of. We understand that the leading cause of ER visits and readmissions stems from a failure to adhere to a medication regimen, and that affects healthcare costs and bottom lines across the healthcare system. We see that in increased premiums. We see that in increased costs and co-pays that we face every day when we go to the doctor. By managing this risk, we deliver improved health outcomes to the patient and lower healthcare costs to providers and insurance companies. And this has allowed us to develop a solid reputation as a ser- at, for service as a five-star pharmacy, which has been the primary driver of increased sales and growth. Well, looking back on the year 2017, it really was a watershed year for you and your company. The company was able to uplist to the OTCQB late in 2017, in December, actually. And there was a lot going on with your company towards the end of the year. Let's go back and look at the major milestones for 2017. So we have a lot of accomplishments during the year, some small, some big. And and to highlight some of the things I'm most proud of, during the year we rolled out preliminary testing of our telepharmacy platform where we live stream a pharmacy technician or a pharmacist to a organization or to, to a kiosk where a patient can walk up and even though they're not at the pharmacy specifically, they can communicate with a pharmacy technician about their medication needs. This has been really helpful with patients. This has been really helpful with doctors who really want to talk to somebody knowledgeable about in pharmacology and in patient management about a patient's pharmacy needs. So we were really excited about our technological advances and seeing both what will happen with this platform. We also achieved recognition for our staff for excellence in medication therapy management from Outcomes, uh, which is the leading MTM platform. And what medication therapy management is, is where we get cases from insurance companies and from doctors where the patient is struggling with adherence, is struggling with, with compliance, and we contact these patients and figure out what's going on, make recommendations, and facilitate improvement with the patient, their caregiver, and their doctor by linking everyone together to come up with the best solution. We expanded our sales and our market to Palm Beach County, and, and while most of our sales still consists of Miami-Dade and Broward County, for those not familiar with South Florida. Palm Beach County is just north of that. It includes West Palm Beach and and Boca Raton. And we're really excited about having doctors recognize the value of PharmCo, recognize how we can improve their lives, their practices, and their patients' health outcomes by using our pharmacy. And so we're, we're delivering more and more medication to Palm Beach County. We've gotten a couple new state licenses. We had about 10 non-resident state licenses throughout the country. We've added a a couple more. We're beginning to ramp up getting more and more state licenses, and we hope to use these licenses to expand our brand recognition and expand our custom compound services to these other areas and these other more urban markets where we believe we can develop a foothold and a name for ourselves where we can prime the market for a new location or further expansion of other services. And then to top it off, we have year-over-year sales growth. We achieved about $20 million in sales this year, which is about 10% increase over last year. And we've had year-over-year sales growth for the last four years in a row. So we were very proud of that. And, and you're right, towards the end of the year, we completed a few things, uplisting to OTCQB from the pink sheets 
stem from working really hard to complete our audited financial statements in 2016, which was our first set of audited financials since 2011. We added two new independent board members, uh, Mr. Jervis Huff and Mr. Oleg Fuhrer, who have extensive knowledge in, in the capital markets and in executive management. And so we think that they can bring a lot to the table in helping us grow and achieve our goals as far as capital raises and mergers and acquisitions. So the big thing is going to OTCQB, and we think that's going to lead to many more big changes for us coming into next year. Well, let's talk about that. Let's look at the goals here as we enter into 2018. What do you want to see your company accomplish this year? Well, we always want to see continued sales and profitability growth. We want to see continued growth in in cash flow, and we want to make sure we're delivering financial results to our our shareholders and people who believe in us and, and look to us to achieve. But we also want to complete another year of uh, audited financials, that will give us two years of audited financials, which we think will be instrumental when it comes to raising capital and completing a mergers and acquisitions. So we think that institutional uh, investors will give us another look. They'll see that we'll have two years of sale growth, two years with some profitability, and I think that'll make the difference for us. We're, we're looking to open new locations primarily one in in West Palm Beach or or the Palm Beach County area, which will expand our delivery radius by by another 100 miles. And we want to expand our non-resident state licenses, get get a few more under our belt so we continue to expand our custom compound service, get more brand recognition. And then then this is the big white whale. We want to complete a merger and acquisition that has a transformative impact on the company's size and scope. While we can roll up other pharmacies into PharmCo, that won't change who we are or what we are very much. But our goal ultimately is to get on NASDAQ. And to do that, we want to become a full-fledged health company. And to accomplish that goal, we need to create a company that has a variety of services, that has a platform, that has a technological prowess. And we think we can achieve that now that we're on QB, now that we're going to have those audited financials and we're going to be able to raise that capital. Look for the company at ProgressiveCareUS.com. You can learn a lot more there. Will you talk about building your company into the type of company that can really be transformative? And that's what's going on within your industry right now. We look at what CVS is doing with the acquisition of Aetna. We look at the moves being made by Amazon. So let's take a step back and look at industry trends as well as the recent tax reform and how are those going to affect your company? Healthcare changes minute by minute, second by second. You really have to stay on your toes to keep abreast of new laws, new rules, new regulations, new changes in insurance companies, new changes in the provision of healthcare. And so that's something that we at Progressive Care have been very good at, at having forethought and seeing what's coming ahead on, on everything that's changing. We understand that the individual mandate has been repealed. And while we do not want, and nobody in healthcare really wants a dip in insured, we always want more insurance, and that will lead to better health outcomes and a better quality of care and lower health costs for everybody involved. We believe that our company is specifically positioned to withstand the impact of that because of the level of service we provide to doctors and how necessary we are in the healthcare space. So while there may be some pullback in the level of insured on the commercial side, we believe that 
Medicare enrollments will continue to stay on pace. Medicaid enrollments will continue to stay on pace, and we'll be able to deliver our level of service by mitigating those risks, keeping costs down, and staying within these networks, and keeping prime to the new HEDIS measures, new MACRA, new MIPS, where doctor's offices are just now getting to understand that those are requirements that they are going to have to deal with and to achieve their goals and achieve their requirements by Medicare and Medicaid, they're going to need to work with a pharmacy like us. When it comes to CVS acquiring Aetna, they're doing something that we knew years ago. And same thing with Amazon. We knew that delivery is the next thing. And we've been delivering since 2007, since we opened, because we know that to get medication in patients' hands on time, we have to lead that engagement. We have to send the medications ahead of time. We have to make sure the medications are always in patients' hands so they don't miss doses. So Amazon getting into that market, you know, they're going to get behind, they're a little bit behind the curve, and they're going to start with maybe working with a PBM first. And we're excited about that. We think that them getting involved on the PBM side might actually improve things a little bit on our end because they'll see the value of a model like ours, given it's so similar. And with CVS acquiring Aetna, they're learning that they need to start delivering more health, and they're going to scale back most likely their retail services, which is what we did four years ago. We, we eliminated a lot of our unused retail, retail space, made it really small and really lean, and it delivers a lot of health products, wound care supplies, vitamin supplements, uh, uh, general over-the-counter medications. So that way we could devote more pharmacy space to delivering prescription medication and health care to our patients. So we think that CVS getting involved with Aetna Will, will lead to more health care provision, more community health provision. We think that's going to lead to better results for us as well. Well, Sheetal, I want to thank you so much for your time and, of course, your personal insights into your company, but as well as your professional expertise into your industry, which, as you pointed out, it changes by the second. So we really do appreciate learning from somebody who is immersed in this industry, this healthcare industry. As I pointed out at the outset, your company is really on a great path right now. It's a wonderful time for you listeners to pull up RxMD. Thanks for your time, Sheetal. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about something I am so passionate about. I I love my company. We had a phenomenal year, and there are only good things in our future. So I'm really looking forward to 2018 and everything it has in store for our patients, our customers, and our shareholders. Well, we look forward to great things from you and your company in 2018 and well beyond. For Sheetal Mars, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.